Hey y'all. Hey. I'm Ebony. And I'm Shakur. And welcome to the Unapologetically Us podcast, where we talk about life, mental health, fitness, finances, and everything, everything in, in between. between. Thank you guys for joining us today. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. That's right. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, if you're new here, thank you for joining us. Be sure to hit that subscribe button or that follow us if you're listening to us on audio for more episodes that we drop every single Friday. Okay. Because we ain't we only missed one Friday. Once since we started. Yep. We did. We only missed one Friday. And so, I think that was the week we was in Alabama, huh? At Ariel House or the week before that or something? I think we had one to go out that weekend. We didn't have one to go out the next weekend. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. And it was around. Because we weren't going to have time to record to get one out for that yeah. next week. But it was it was around like Thanksgiving-ish yeah. between that time. But we've been every weekend is strong. No exceptions. No exceptions. We might have had video and no audio, or audio and no video. But here we are. But here we are. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a later episode. Yes, we will. But let's get into our first segment, child. Listen, so you want to start today? What's been going on with you? What you yes. want to talk about? Yes. So. Oh, I forgot. Oh, when people bring us wine or offer us wine, we like to shout them out. And so if you have not watched my sister's episode, go back and watch it. it. But if you but once you watch it, you will know on her episode, we did not have wine. I'm not going to tell you what we had. Go back and watch it. Go back. But she also bought us wine to have for a later episode. And she brought us some bread and butter rosé. Don't know where she got it from, but we're going to try it. We're going to try it. We're going to try it so on camera for y'all. We, we're going to rate it because we love a good wine now. And it looks good. I poured it and it smells great. So, you know, my husband would say we got to. Oh. I don't know what that do Swirl still, it around. But we're going to swirl it. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to taste it. Swirl it around. Swirl, 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 swirl. swirl. Wait, what they be saying? It's a little more Shoo. on the tart side for me. Shoo. But I can deal with it. It smells good. It is a little tart. It's a little tarter than the ones we typically have because we like sweet. Mm-hmm. But I will drink it. Mm-hmm. For so sure. I, said, I can deal with it. It, it gives me like Taylor Port almost. Mm-hmm. Like Taylor Port is not sweet. This is not, this is probably a little more smoother than Taylor Port. Yes. But how Taylor Port is not sweet, but I can stomach Taylor Port. Mm-hmm. Same with this. It's yeah. not sweet, but I can deal with it. I can drink it. I can drink it. Anyway, child, listen. Let's get into what you need to what you want to talk about. Thanks, today. girl. Even though you're sitting on the beach somewhere, but okay. At the time we're recording, she's definitely on the beach. She's on the beach. Somewhere. We just talked to her, having a drink at the pool. It's okay. That she I'm just back. walked out of her room and walked in. I'm back. <laughs> Goals, expectations, you know, the things that I want to do in life. Anyway, child, listen. I want to come on here and encourage myself. Encourage yourself. Okay. Um, Speak over yourself. <laughs> I'm gonna be singing for real one day. Don't 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 sleep. Sorry, my girl. Sorry, don't sleep. my girl. But no, I of course I have a vision. You hear Ebony talking about how much of overachievers we are, and it's not intentional. It's literally just who we are. It's so crazy. That's probably why we just such good friends but wanting or holding 
I want to say hold myself accountable again, but I always hold myself accountable. But just trying to motivate, speak over myself, right? To put more of my content out. I didn't even realize how much people look forward to it. I'll have a day where I put out something mental health, I put out something fitness, or I put something out that's a mental health quote attached to me in the gym. But people look for that and I didn't realize how much, which made me feel good. And I think I get so wrapped up in the numbers that you see views or, oh man, that only got 270 views. Like when... When I'm going to go viral, you know what I mean? And you not realizing how much you could have helped those people, those 270-something people who did. So that person, those people that are watching, you getting a consistent number, that means the same people are watching you and they're looking forward to this. So just motivating myself to continue to put that content out and know that it is enough. And that's all, folks. Drop mic. <laughs> Understandable, cause that's me with the podcast on on YouTube. Yeah. Like we can have a guest come on, and our views on YouTube go up, and then we can have another one, and I'm like, nobody's watching this one. Yeah, but doing. at the same time, too, or feeling like, dang, I we didn't do enough to keep them wanting to come back. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, too, telling myself that they may not come back and watch next week, but they probably gonna come back and watch. Mm-hmm. And then too, think about the people that you only went and watched the episode because this particular person was on there and then you didn't really go back and watch mm-hmm. you know or they talked about something that resonated or or set in with you and mm-hmm. you went and watched that episode and mm-hmm. then you never look back with, at it and never look back at it but then sometimes you, you go back and dip in you know if you have the time to watch it so yeah same with you like people watching it and, and then people watching it and ain't watching it yeah Yeah, I just have to keep myself and hold myself, like you said, speak over yourself so that I don't get discouraged and imposter syndrome sitting in because clearly it's chasing me. Like, leave me alone. Get off of me. But it sets in so quick when you have these thoughts about wanting to do something, wanting to do something. And then it's like, oh, do I have what it takes to do it? Can I do it? Do I have enough to do it? Do I have enough knowledge to do it? Should I just wait? Should I get certified in this first? Should I? And it's like, you have what you need to do it. Mm-hmm. You have what you need. Shakur, you have what you need to do it. Mm-hmm. Right? So, yeah. All right. I digress. <laughs> well, for me, um, I am, okay, dance. Mm. For me, I think, for the most part, just hitting points in my career or within my business where it's like I want to elevate. And some of those, sometimes I have those feelings of God trying to pull more out of me in it because it's like, okay, how long are you going to stagger in this line or are you getting safe over here you getting comfortable over here like and anybody that knows with entrepreneurship it's a it's a risk you're taking a lot of risk just what does expansion and elevation looks like for me because if I don't want to be in my working full-time for somebody all my life then I have to put myself in position to expand and what does expansion look like what does time management until I can level off and take off you know expansion puts more time on me puts more things on me to do 
with a already hectic schedule, I'm wondering how can I do both? But, but then I just, with my financial business, my bartending business, I felt a little discouraged at one point because I hadn't been anywhere. But at the same time, too, I'm like, Ebony, you're thinking about, I ain't really post nothing. And then, two, I'm struggling with signature drinks. And mm-hmm. so um, I got two names. I'm stuck on this third one. And I've been stuck on that one for a long time. Mm. Um, but even with that, like, uh, what does what does what do I see my business as? As the mobile bartending, is my vision still the same? Is the vision that I have matching up with the vision that God has mm. for this business and whatnot? And so, yeah. So just figuring out what does expansion look like for me as far as time management and then just for us like the the direction to head into mm-hmm. and other than that you know the real the regular regular working out you know backs is dipping and all those things and you know just trying to get this stomach together and that's about it that's good that's good so today's topic backstory you like a backstory to every topic backstory to every topic so i was at a place i'm not gonna say where there was a baby that came around and um you know everybody is oh my gosh oh my gosh you know just swooning over the baby as people you know would do Mm -hmm. so the comment was made to me they were like yeah so now we're waiting on you and so I proceed to raise my left hand and move, you know, I'm making the motion on camera. But if you if you watch and I'm moving my hand up and down and I'm like, oh, baby, this hand is light. Right. You know, I need some weight over here before I be talking about having somebody's child. You know, and laughing it all. And it was like, yeah, but you ain't getting no younger. Before we continue that part of the conversation. Because that kind of leads, that leads to other things in the conversation. I just want people, men, women, whatever you choose to identify as, to get out of people's uterus. You don't know what my circumstances is. You don't know what my body is dealing with. You don't know if I have a medical condition. And as far as I know, thank God, I don't have one. You know, from my last checkup, I am straight or whatever. Um, But if I, but even though I don't have anything medical, mentally, do you understand where I am? Mm -hmm. And to tell me as somebody that loves children, like Montreal said on his episode, Ebony has always been motherly. motherly. Mm -hmm. I love babies. I love children. Would love to have some of my own. When we had our episode where we talked about, um, was it expectations or something? Mm-hmm. And I literally said, if you would have told me in high school that I would be 32 with any children, I would have laughed at you because right. I'm like, I'm not going to be in what my mom was telling me that old to have children. So you don't know mentally where that could put me at. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and then too, I am a woman who wants to do it, you know, what some people may say the right way. Mm-hmm. Not knocking, you know, people that that had children before or whatever. And if that becomes my thing, then it just becomes my thing. Mm-hmm. But if I can help it and there are precautions in place to where I am helping that, I would rather be in a committed marriage before I have not relationship. Mm-hmm. 
a committed marriage mm-hmm. before I bring a child into this world and mm-hmm. I have my reasons for doing so. Absolutely. Telling me that I'm not getting any younger does not help. Does not help. <laughs> and then two, telling not just even from a baby standpoint, but from a marriage standpoint. Because I am 32. 33 is around the corner. You don't think that that the fact that I'm not married yet plays on somebody's mental? Mm-hmm. Like thoughts before I keep going because <laughs> she ain't said anything. <laughs> oh, I was just letting you go. Just gonna let her go and get it all out real quick. But I agree. I think people don't understand, and especially as someone who has a kid, I didn't so much of get the what are you waiting for. But once I got older and in a relationship, not a marriage, it was, okay, y'all not having kids? And I'm like, I slipped up before the the very first time. So can can I get my footing? And, of course, anybody that knows me personally, they know that I was like, okay, this one, you got me. She here. It's done. But never again will there be another person. That walks this earth (laughs) that can say, I have a child for her without being married, but without being my husband. You was going to have to marry me. I think just being in in the field that I am in, I hear it a lot. So I do. I understand that pain, but or not even pain, but that just that frustration, Mm -hmm. you know, because we hear people joking a lot. You know, when they see babies, they be like, oh, my uterus. And you typically find most parents Mm -hmm. saying like, when I'm going to get a grandbaby? And then people struggling with those things mentally. Like, Mm -hmm. I can't even count how many women that sit in that chair across from me and they're like my mama asked me one more time for a grandbaby but mm-hmm. she ain't asking for a husband like what are we doing here mm-hmm. like I don't want that same generational curse like I'm trying to wait and if waiting means I'm 40 years old then that's just what that means mm-hmm. and so yeah I think that it plays on mental health so bad then again like I just said that imposter syndrome sets in, self-doubt sets in. Well, am I? Should I not wait? Sis, you got to do what's best for you. But I'm with you on that. Can you leave my uterus alone, please? Can you let it be mine? Yeah. (laughs) And then even taking it, you know, I'm 32. My mom's about to be 62. My dad is 66, so he's approaching 70. I told my mom in a conversation that me and her were having that... You know, I do want to be able to give them grandchildren that they can enjoy while they while they can enjoy them. To where not to where they're too old and then the only thing you can do is just bounce the baby on your knee. Like (laughs) be able to enjoy being, you know, whatever my mom choose to call want her grandchildren to call her and whatever my dad you know, I think he was Paw Paw. So you go and enjoy Paw Paw while Paw Paw can enjoy you. Mm Or whatever. And I said, and not that, you know, stuff like that plays in your mind. Mm -hmm. Because it's not so much of me. And it's, oh, when you get older, it's more difficult. Eh, Whatever. But there are things that I want for my parents to have. And so, which takes me to this next thing that in the conversation where... So, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm laughing it off. And I'm like, I said, ooh, plus my mom is close to retirement. Um, She can watch my child. And... The person proceeds to say, your mom already raised her her children. Because you know my mom. You know what she want. 
You know what she going to want to do and what she not going to want to do. You know her better than me. Than me. <laughs> so I said, oh, no, my mom, if I call her, she's coming. Yeah. And and I'm telling my mom this. And she was like, she don't know me. I'm like, no, she don't. Because my mom, when it comes to her children, my mom knows her children. Mm-hmm. My mom knows me. My mom knows my sister. My mom knows my brother. Enough to know the last thing that we're going to do is take advantage of her. Mm-hmm. Meaning, if I call my mom to come watch my child or children, my mom's going to come because, one, She's a grandparent, and my mom loves kids just as much as I do. Mm-hmm. But for two, she knows we're not going to take advantage. I'm not calling her every weekend. I'm not calling her even if she is the even if I even if she watches my child or children while me and my husband go to work. My mom knows she's taken care of, mm-hmm. whether it's compensation because of, of of course that's first. This is your time. What's your rate? I'm going to pay you for this. Mm-hmm. If she refused to take my money, then just know if I bring them, if you come to my house, whatever up in here is yours. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, whether you need me to get, mm-hmm. I'm going to pick it up for you. Mm-hmm. If I'm bringing my children to you, I'm bringing my children to you, whether you use it, she uses it or not. I'm bringing my children with clothes. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing my children with the snacks that they like, mm-hmm. all of it or whatever. And I'm even sliding this stuff up in there for you because you're watching my child. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I know my mom enough to know that's what she would do. Yeah. My mom would love to, would probably love to watch, I'm going to say probably, she would love to watch my children mm-hmm. while me and my husband go out of town for yeah. An anniversary trip or whatever. Or we having date night and I move my mom closer to me so she can be my primary babysitter mm-hmm. while me and my husband go out for on a date night. Mm-hmm. So not only are you in my uterus, you in my business. Telling me what my mama ain't going to do. Like you, like you even know her name. The audacity of people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. I get sometimes because my mom's like, well, maybe even she didn't mean it in, you know, mean no harm in the, in the we waiting on you coming, you ain't getting no older. And I said, and I'm pretty sure she didn't either. But I need, there are, there are too many podcasts, too many real clips coming out now where women are saying, just be cautious with what you say to yeah. women when it comes to why they don't have children. Right. Absolutely. But and I think kind of going back to that, maybe she didn't mean this or that. But how do you tell some outside of your family, your mama or whatever? How do you tell somebody? Well, you ain't getting younger. You're not my friend. You're like, what made you comfortable to tell me that I'm not getting younger? Clearly, because we don't age backwards, we age forward. So I know that much. I do, like you said, there's so much information going out. And but I'm I'm thinking like, well, maybe she in the terms of your mom wouldn't want to raise because grandparents now aren't grandparents that they were before. Mm-hmm. And so not know not knowing if this was she meant or what, but I know grandparents aren't grandparents like they were before. Mm-hmm. Grandparents, they trying to live their best lives. They going on vacation just as much as I want to go on vacation. You know, they all of a sudden have McDonald's money and all of that and <laughs> all of this extra stuff when, when okay, we growing up when, we had it. You got McDonald's money? But now you got McDonald's, hibachi, sushi, freaking crab, shrimp, all types, all types of money. So we got different grandmothers. Mm-hmm. But again, you don't know me to know, enough to know what type of mother or grandmother I have. I think that people do have to be more mindful. 
especially when you and somebody else's uterus. Come on now. I don't think that people carry it as lightly as they should because it's not their situation. Yep. So, oh, it's not a struggle for me to have kids, so I don't put it on the forefront of my mind when I'm saying something. So I may say something that is harmful to someone else when I didn't mean to be hurtful or harmful, Mm -hmm. but I'm saying that because I'm not being intentional with my words because every woman is different. Mm -hmm. You may have a woman who can have a baby like that, and then you may have another one who got to struggle and go through bed rest and different IVF and all of that, you know, they got to go through all of that. Not saying that they're less than or anything, but if it's not your struggle, you don't immediately think about it. And Mm -hmm. we need to start thinking about those Mm -hmm. things, whether she married or not. Cause I might be married. Like our, our goal was to be married and then have kids, but somebody else may be like, I'm not trying to be married, but I do want a kid. Mm -hmm. So I have to be mindful when I say, Oh, nobody, I wasn't girl. What you, why are you trying to have that baby without being married? Cause this is what this, and that may be her goal. So mm-hmm. I got to be intentional and know the person that I'm speaking with before I step on anybody's toes. Cause then I'm coming off as rude, disrespectful, like girl who you think you are, because I done said something out of ignorance, not knowing who you are and what your goals and, and aspirations are. And Google is free. <laughs> Meaning, when I say about Google, it's free. Google is free in the fact that I know the older I get, the harder pregnancy could be on me. I heard people that have said I got pregnant in my 20s and got pregnant again in my 30s. And it was completely different. My body did things that at 30 that my body couldn't. I mean, I mean at 20 that my body couldn't do at 30. That... The laboring was different in my 20s and in my 30s or whatever. As somebody who's never labored before, I don't have that comparison. But as somebody who what would crush me is not being able to naturally have a child, telling me that I'm not getting any younger is not going to make me just be like, well, you're right, you know. And if I do it, I'm going, well, you're right, because I want to the, slap the shit out of you right now. Right. The, well, you're right. Guess I should go get on that. Let, let me go, go, let me go hop on that thing right now. Matter of fact, when am I ovulating so I can increase my chances? You know what I'm saying? Like, don't tell me because that is a fear of mine. Like, to the point where, like, I pray every night, Lord, you know the desires of my heart. And that's Mm -hmm. looping in the children, looping in having a child. Absolutely. So, if you're telling me that I'm not getting any younger, girl, I know how old I am. I live this life. That's true. It's a very sad in the world that we live in that we have to tell people to get out of our uterus. Like, whether it's friends, family, mama, daddy, sister, brother, grandma, whoever. And I, again, don't feel like it's any ill will toward it, but we have to be more intentional about the things that we say. Even off camera, Ebony was telling me, well, I know how, you know, you feel about having another kid. First of all, I'm scared as hell. We just say that. The whole world can know that I am scared. One, because it's been 12 years since I had a baby. And then two, I work so hard for this body. <laughs> I don't want to share it. But 
also on the other hand wanting a kid wanting mm. another wanting a baby wanting to have a baby with my husband it's a scary sacrifice that mm. has to be made but you also don't want to hear girl all right it's been a year when y'all having a baby thank you i i if i wasn't feeling pressure i definitely feel it now mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and you don't know or that whole well j12 so you starting all the way over all at this the way point. over do I not know that she 12? Did I not have birth to her 12 years ago? And I know that I will be starting all the way over. Don't tell me that. And then, too, like when I said about the whole, your plan, your plan. No, it was not in my plan. I'm pretty sure most people's plan is not to have their children that many years apart. But the, the crazy thing about it is I am fine with it. You know, people be like, oh, my kids, they close together. Not me. I'm not trying to buy cars. <laughs> the lifestyle that I want to provide to my child as she's in college, I don't want to have to do it double time. Mm -hmm. Or I don't want to have to be supporting my college student and making sure that she has the things that she needs because I'm breaking generational curses, okay? So how I plan to set my, ch my daughter up, I don't want to have to be worrying about prom and buying cars and licenses and all of that. No. So I'm fine. Mm -hmm. With it, I understand that I'm starting over and it will be okay. But I would much rather not buy two cars four years apart. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right, right. With you know, knowing you, you are cool with that. Mm -hmm. I'm saying for the people who who may not know that you are cool with it. Right, true. That could be a trigger for you mm -hmm. into saying, yeah. now you know you're going to have them this far apart or whatever. And then in your mind, you like, well, I'm good because that way I got a babysitter right. at this point. But what if I was not? That's what I'm saying. What if I, and if I was not, then you're now putting more self-doubt. You're putting more confusion on my shoulders. And again, that goes back to why I said we have to be intentional with the weight that we're putting on our family members the weight that we're putting on our loved ones with the weight that we're putting on our friends because you just don't know you know i can remember uh, one of my friends asking me well friend where's your fear where's the fear what are you scared of well thank you you can ask me that because now you're not just saying oh you need to it's been a year you ain't trying to have no baby you know you're not just saying that you're asking me well do you what's going on are you scared is there anything that, you know, we should know about? Because we don't want to be putting more weight on you that you need to be, that need to be had. So you can say it that way. That's being intentional about asking a question. Mm -hmm. But then too, knowing that whatever it is, I can support you, mm -hmm. you know? And again, like I understand it doesn't come from a place or where you're trying to be, you know, offensive or hurtful towards somebody. But like I said, I just feel like there's a lot of women now who are coming out and saying, hey, asking a woman when she's having a child or you ain't getting no younger or you married or you this or whatever is not the best thing to do because you don't know where that woman stands mentally you don't mm -hmm. know what she's battling with whether it's health wise whether it's mental wise you know like things even even if it's not pressure that somebody's putting on her pressure mm -hmm. she's putting on herself mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like in the example of jay and let's say you got pregnant today or had a baby today it'll be 12 years apart <laughs> but we don't know what that could trigger if you felt the way about that mm -hmm. that could lead to regret which mm -hmm. could lead to a lot of more other things like depression Mm -hmm. and anxiety and mm -hmm. all these other things and you 
harboring on this this decision that you made or whatever or this the fact that you have a child and this in your life didn't go the way you thought it was gonna mm-hmm. go and, and not just with children period sometimes you deal with life not going the way you want it to go but sometimes for women especially women who love who want to have children if you didn't have children in the manner that you thought and my therapist told me when I was there one time that sometimes you're dying to think like, like, like you have to mourn certain things mm-hmm. not like mourning Kind of like mourning when somebody dies. Like you have to, there's a grief that comes with that. So when you are at this point in your life, then go the direction that you wanted to go where you're 32, 35, 40, whatever, and you're not married, don't have children. There's a grief process that has to happen because you're dying to what you thought was coming. So when you bring certain things up, you're opening, especially the uterus stuff though, you're bringing up wounds that either that person is currently trying to heal or have healed mm-hmm. and you never know and you never know so it's just best to just mind your own business <laughs> just get out of people's yeah. stuff and then you have women who have no desire to want to have children absolutely and then those who have desires who doesn't who don't want to have children Working. then you're looking at them crazy because they like well why you don't want to have kids mm-hmm. well that's their choice they don't want to and they're putting things in place to where they don't have to have children if they don't want to yep you know like I feel for those women who struggle with infertility issues because I feel like them be the ones that get it the most and take it the most because infertility issues for as a woman from what I would hear from women who have gone through it Mm -hmm. they all have said I felt like I failed myself Mm -hmm. I felt like I and if they're married I felt like I failed my husband Mm I felt like I'm not doing the duties as that I'm so God put me on this earth to, to do, do. Mm-hmm. which one of them was to get with a man and be fruitful and multiply. And here I am with all these things and I'm not able to have a child. Mm-hmm. If I had premarital sex, is God punishing me for having premarital sex? Mm-hmm. And is that why I can't produce this child with my husband? Yeah. Yeah. Like that, it goes deep. Yeah. Which is just, just leave people business alone. Alone. And again, I don't think people, sometimes people are, you know, mean ill wills or have an ill will, but I don't think all the time or most of the time it's, you know, with any ill intentions behind it. But that doesn't matter because even though my intent wasn't to hurt you, you still could have. So it's important to tread lightly as you bring up if you decide to, because I just recommend you don't. If you don't know, then don't ask. I know they say no no question is is stupid, but sometimes it is. Like, I think that I can deem that one as a stupid question. Like, don't ask a woman about her uterus. You have your own. And if you don't have your own, you can find you a woman that do so that you're not putting people in difficult situations or you just went on a shelf of trauma and pulled a card that they wasn't even ready to go over to unpack to process so mind your business just mind your business mind your business (laughs) just mind your business yeah that's all i got to say i think i've spoke my piece as far (laughs) as how i feel about that particular oh and like I said we're talking to my mom she was like 
you know, my mom, thankfully, is not in my uterus. Right. And maybe because I I have been vocal with, with like, how I've been feeling about certain things right. as far as, you know, not being able to have children. And so my mom is not praying that I have children. My mom's praying I have a husband. Yeah, absolutely. Because she knows, well, if I get the she husband, won't. then I get, the, get, I get the grandkids. Yeah. You know, whatever. And just leaving it at that or whatever. And then, and then two of me telling her, you know, hey, I want to be able to give you that while you can enjoy. Mm-hmm. Oh hell, why you still here? You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah, just just leave just leave people uterus alone. Stay out of my uterus, please. And feel free to comment below, you know, your thoughts on how you feel if you agree with what we're saying or you know, or if you have an experience you want to share. We do tend we do go look at the comments to um and you know, when we you know, if it's something you want to say and we it requires our feedback, we we will give that. We have yeah. no problem with that. If you have any questions or podcast suggestions, feel free to email us at unapologeticallyuspod at yahoo.com. While you're at it, follow our Instagram page at unapologeticallyuspod. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, share, rate us on all podcast platforms. Mm, mm, mm. Thanks, Sasha, for the wine. We appreciate it. Yep. I'm glad this is the last episode, too, because <laughs> I don't think I was going to do another one. <laughs> um, All minds clear? All minds clear. We will see you guys next episode. Bye, y'all. Bye.